the other, the other half, the other pastor half. So, um, amen. And we started a series a few weeks ago, um, and the name of the series is You Asked For It. And what that means is we had, um, I believe in the springtime, we, we had um, just put a question out there. What, what is on your heart? And what would you, you know, what are some questions you may have that you want to see answered? Like what, is, you know, are there some things that you're like, oh my goodness, I, I want to know this and I feel like it would help the body um, of Faith Chapel to hear messages about different subjects. So people started to write in just different things that they, um, different questions that they wanted to see addressed um, from the pulpit. And so it, we started, we, we compiled them all together. There was a lot of questions. You guys are amazing about giving questions. And so we put them all together and uh, we kind of like took the, the ones that we thought were really relevant and then the ones that were, there was a lot of the same question, which is so cool, huh? And so um, this is kind of, I believe, the third or fourth week that we've been doing it. Um, and if you want to hear the other messages, they are on our website for free. You can just go on and listen to our podcast there. And so today I'm going to, st- I'm going to talk about a question about how do you get back up after you fall or after you fail. How many have been there? <laughs> it's like you, you, something happens in your life. Something crazy happens, like derails you. You didn't even see it coming. Um, and all of a sudden you find yourself in a place, in a dark place where you never thought you would be. You know, has anyone experienced anything like that where you feel like, uh, and, and you know that this is not the best for you, but some reason you're here. And so I'm going to talk to you about what do you do? How do you do it? What does the Bible have to say about what do you do um, when you have failed or you have fallen? And you know what? I just want to say that it's not the end of the world. Come on. It is not the end of the world. People think, oh my goodness, I failed and I've fallen. Oh my goodness, I'm just going to like stay in this box and hope no one remembers me because I'm way too embarrassed to go out and to live life. Well, that is a lie. There is a life for you to live. Do you know that? There is good days for you. Amen. There is good days for you. And, and I feel like today is a day where God is just going to break, break us out of our box. Come on. And he's going to break us out of these things, these confinements that we put ourselves in because we thought we can't, I don't know what if, and God's going to break that today. He's going to give you opportunities to break agreements with the devil. That, that you have spoken over your life and maybe someone else has spoken over your life that, that, that just has corrupted your life and it's not right. It is not okay for you to be in a box. You are meant to, to fly and be like a bird and be free. Come on. There is places for you to go. There is people for you to see. There is work to be done that only you can do. Do you realize that? And this box is not for you. Come on. Have you ever seen those um, punching bags? You know, like the ones with like Bozo the Clown on them and the kids just punch them and they go down. Do you ever realize that's like us? When we get punched down, it just comes back up. Come on. 
That is us. We are meant to, when we're punched down, to get back up. Do you know, guys, know what I'm talking about? I wish I had a punching bag. You punch those things, and they're like, and they come back up, and they shake a little, and you hit them, and you kick them, and, you know, it's super fun. You are made to come back up. Come on. You are made to fly, (laughs) to soar. Amen? There are things in your life that, uh, that, that you have not yet to do that you are about to do. Come on. There are dreams that have been died that God's starting to resurrect today. Come on. What is it? I believe God's going to even drop it in your, in your mind, in your lap to say of some things that maybe you've forgotten about that you always wanted to do. Come on. Some of you, some of you always wanted to skydive. (laughs) Come on. Some of you always wanted to start a business. Some of you always, you know, some of you all always wanted to do X, Y, and Z. You put in the, in the, in the blank what you wanted to do. Come on. What's stopping you? What's stopping you? There shouldn't, there is no boxes that, that you need to stay in. Amen. There is no boxes. And you know, I, I just want to say this. Um, there is, there is, there is a, you know, there's been a lot of people in life that you would think if I was in their situation, I would have stayed down. But I want to tell you, there's a couple, I love this quote and a lot of you, probably young people and probably everyone has probably heard it. It's a quote by Michael Jordan. And it's amazing. (laughs) And this is what he said. I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games 26 times. I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. Come on. Come on. Come on. A lot of you feel, you know, and, and I fall into that category sometimes where you feel like if I screwed up or I messed up, that's the end all for me. It is not. It's the beginning. Amen. It's the beginning for you. You just keep on keeping on. You just keep going and follow your dreams. I like what Thomas Edison said. It's, I love this quote. It says, I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that don't work. You know, the Bible talks about um, a man falls seven times, right? But every time he gets back up, come on, it's all right. It's like that, that little punching bag. You're coming back up. Come on. You're coming back up. A lot of times, you know, uh, people ostracize us when we make a mistake. You know what? It's okay because of their issues. We allowed people to put us in a box. But that's not okay. Their issues don't have to be our issues, right? Come on. I am a powerful person. You are a powerful person. You are a powerful man and a powerful woman of God. And because of situations that people have said to you or thought you were does not need to affect you. Come on. There is boundaries in life that you can set up that are healthy boundaries that, that they're not like boxes, but they're healthy, godly boundaries that when someone says something to you that you know is not okay, that you're not, you don't have to worry about it. It doesn't have to affect you. You can choose to say, nope, I'm sorry. 
You don't have to say it to their face, you know. <laughs> a lot of times we want to. We're going to be like, hey, why did you say that? That wasn't kind. But, you know, the Lord showed me a long time ago. Um, I was going through stuff, and, uh, and, and, you know, there was some things said to me. You know, how many know in life that we can have some hateful things said to us, right? We can go through some things. And so they were affecting me. Um, I'm sometimes sensitive, yeah, I'm sensitive. So, <laughs> and um, so the Lord showed me this important illustration, and it has helped me so much. I, I was going through something, and I was praying, and I was talking to him, and I was like, what is happening? Like, this hurts. This really stinks. And um, he showed me a picture of a raincoat. And so I put, he said, this is what I, how I want you to live your life, just like you have a raincoat on. And so when the insults come <laughs> and when those, those horrendous things come at you, they don't affect you because they just roll right off. Come on. They just roll off you. They don't penetrate you. It's like the armor of God, right? It just is over you. And so those, those uh, things, you know, do not have to affect you. They're, they're not allowed. I just say that's not allowed. <laughs> Someone can say things to me that are, I know that aren't edifying or even think things about me that I know that God has so many bigger things that I'm not going to be small. Sometimes people make us feel small, you know? Have you ever had that happen? Like you little thing there. No, we're like big. We have Jesus with us. Come on. <laughs> we have Jesus of the universe living inside of us. Come on. That is huge. That is huge. So we are big in God. Come on. We don't have to like go by those little pea brain things. That's not our portion in life. Right? We're meant to fly. Come on, teens. We're meant to fly. Come on. You're meant to soar. You're meant to go after your dreams. They're your dreams. Do you know that no one else has the same dreams? Some may be similar, but you got a dream that no one else has that is waiting to come to fulfillment. Just waiting to take off like a plane. Come on. This is good. This is good. I love, I love Psalm 37, 23 and 24. It's, one of, it's a great verse, and it says this. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Come on, that's so good. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hands. Isn't that a good promise? That is so good. That we may think that we're fallen, but we're not. God's got us. God's got us by the hand. He is our father, and he's a good father. He's a good dad. He takes good care of his kids. And sometimes it takes just a minute of being still to know that he's God, <laughs> that he's got this. He's got it. Come on, you don't need to carry these things. You don't need to stay in a box. Amen? You don't need to do that. There is a life for you to live. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so um, I can remember a time in my life, and some may have heard this story, where uh, um, there w I was a young girl. I was in kindergarten and, um, you know, eager to learn how many. I think some people in here has, had sent kids off to kindergarten. Isn't it great? Scary, but great. So here I am. I'm in kindergarten. I'm there. And it's funny how we can remember these old stories, right? When something affects us. So I'm in there and I'm excited about being in school. 
And I had a question. And I'm sure my teacher was super stressed because all of these little four- and five-year-olds in the room, you know, could be super stressful. And so anyways, I raised my hand, and she got really upset with me, and she grabbed my hand and squeezed it pretty hard, and she called me stupid in front of the whole class. And everyone laughed. You know how little kids can be? And everyone laughed. And so what I did in that moment is I made agreement And I believe that lie. Now, I wasn't stupid, right? I wasn't stupid, but I I agreed with that lie. I made an agreement with that lie. And I I took a vow in my heart as a little five-year-old girl. And I said, I will never ask for help again. I will never ask for help again because I was so embarrassed. And so I lived my life for years wanting to ask for help because I just didn't get it. You know how sometimes you just don't get something that's being taught and you just need a little push or you just need a little understanding. And so I live my life just feeling like I couldn't ask for help even though I just needed a little push. And so it put me in this box that got bigger and bigger and stronger. The walls got thicker and thicker and thicker. And I believed the lie that I was stupid. And so um, it took me a while, years, And in fact, I believed that all the way until my 20s. I walked with that, like, lie running through my brain that I was stupid because of a stupid incident, you know? And that's how the enemy works, you know? He comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. That's his job. But Jesus said, I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. And so God has had this life for me. (laughs) It was so good. So here I am. Some of you have heard this story, but it's such a good story. Um, So here I am. I go to this conference with my mom, and I go to a workshop that they had at the conference, and God wrecked my world. He, I went up for prayer, and I was so scared because I felt like I just wanted to be a wallflower. Do you guys know what that is? Like, just let me blend in, you know? Just let me blend in. I don't want to stand out. <laughs> I just want to blend in. Hopefully, no one will call on me. No one will see me. Just let me blend in. I'm fine. I, you need help? I'll go help you. But I don't want to be noticed, you know? That's how I live my life. And so here I am, I go up for prayer after, and God just completely, it was like a lightning bolt hit me, seriously, from heaven. And here I am, shaking physically, because if you get struck by a lightning bolt, what happens in the natural? Like, you, you, you know, so here I am, heaven, lightning bolt hits me, and I'm like, and it seems like it, it, happened, it went on for days. I was shaking. I was just like beside myself for days and days. And God was delivering me from all of my fear. Come on. And I believe in all of those agreements that I believed about being stupid, he was pouring in the truth in my life. It seemed like with every like little jolt or straight, uh, you know, shake that I had, it was like liquid love just pouring in me because the Bible says perfect love cast out fear. And so he was pouring his liquid love inside of me and all of my fear was leaving. Come on. And I believe today that some of you, God wants to do that heaven bolt in your life today. And he just wants to break any fear that you may have, fear of falling, fear of failing. That he just wants to bust that bubble because you are made to fly. 
Amen. You are made to soar. And, and so I believe today that God's going God's to break agreements that we have made with maybe words that have been said to us that have formed the way we live or maybe words that we have heard or thought about ourselves, I believe today that that is going to be broken. We're going to pray about that. We're going to go through some uh, prayer later, and we're going to break agreement with those lies. Amen? Amen. Because, you know, like, God wants you to soar. When you fall, it's like that punching bag. You get back up. Amen? You fall, you get kicked down. It doesn't matter. You get back up. You get back up. Come on. What's that other thing? Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. (laughs) Come on. You got this. That's what my daughter says to me all the time. You got this, Mom. You got this. The whole house is a mess. You got this, Mom. <laughs> oh, my. So, so, so God wants to, for us to break agreements. Um, how many have heard of that uh, story? Uh, it's a children's book. I'm sure a lot of you have heard of it. Hopefully some of the younger, you know, teens and everyone have heard it. But it's, um, it's about the little engine that could. How many have heard of that? Raise your hands. Okay, a lot of you. Whoa, you guys have heard of it. This is so good. I am so, I'm so sad for my kids because I never read this to them. I don't think I did. I feel bad. But here, I'll tell you the story of this amazing story. Here is this engine. It's a little engine, and it had all of these toys in there for the children of the city of this little town. And so it had like all candy and treats and fruit and all of this wonderful things. It had toys, toy elephants. It had all of these wonderful things that children would love. And so there they are. This little train is going, is going, is going, is going, is going with all this great stuff because they got to go over this hill to go drop off all of these great presents to these children in this town. So it's going, it's going, and all of a sudden it can't do it anymore. And so it stops, and everyone's like, what's happening? All of the toys, see, in this book, the toys could talk. And so all of the toys get out, and they're like, why aren't we moving? And I can't do it, you know? And so then all of these other trains come by, this big engine, and they're like, will you help us? Will you push us? And he's like, no, I'm too important. You know, there was, if you read the story, it'd do a better job than I'm doing right now, because I'm kind of... Yeah, thank you. No, I'm too important. I did this, this, and this, and I can't go. I have to leave. And so it leaves them, and they're like, oh. Then another train comes. No, I can't help you. And it seems like trains came after trains came and couldn't help this sweet little engine to go over the mountain to bring the presents to the children. And and so anyways, everyone gets in there, and they're like, encouraging this little engine. We think you can do it. We think you can do it. We have to get to the town before the sun rises so we can give the children their presents. And so the little engine keeps going. And what does he say? I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. And so he's doing this. And little by little by little by little, he gets up this huge mountain and goes right down into the town. And he got to deliver the awesome presents to those children. And so that is a story for us today. 
I don't know what your mountain is of impossibility, of, of this impossibility. Maybe there's like so much fear of stepping out. And God wants to, you to say today that I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. He wants us to remember those words that we're, when we're in the impossible situation, to remember the little engine that could book that you can do it. The Bible addresses it so much. He says, the, the word of God says, for, with, for with, what is with man is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Amen? You have God on your side. You got this. You can go through this. These impossibilities are not too much for you. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that good? That's so good. I love this story of um, this little donkey that fell into a well. Some, a lot of you probably have heard this story. And so he, he, his, his master didn't really like this donkey. And so he decided instead of taking all this time to bury or to uh, get this donkey out, he was just going to bury it alive in there. Isn't that terrible? So he starts, you know, taking his little shovel and starts putting the, the dirt in this well and the donkeys in there and they're doing and they're not paying attention and they're putting the dirt in there and they're putting the dirt in there and they're shoveling in this well and shoveling in this well and shoveling in this well, all this dirt. And then all of a sudden they see the donkey run out and they're like, what? How did that happen? Well, what happened with this donkey is every time that the dirt came on him, he shook it off and he used it as a platform to get out of his impossible situation. Come on. And so today, God wants to speak to you through that little story that impossibilities, just shake them off. Come on, shake them off. Just things that scare you, failure, things of, of just moving forward. You failed so many times. I don't know if I can do it. Just shake it off. Use it as a platform. Amen? Listen to Michael Jordan about all those times that he failed. Just shake it off. Those, those um, impossibilities and those fears that you have are going to be your platform. Amen? And they're going to get you out of a situation. Come on! I'll get you out of a situation that is impossible. That is impossible. Hallelujah. That's so good. God loves to do impossible things. And it's amazing. So good. Hallelujah. I'm going to look at a scripture. In 2 Corinthians 4, chapter 8 through 10, and I love this scripture. It says, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Come on. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Come on. Struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus, which is victory. Come on. The death of Jesus is victory. It broke the power of sin of our life so that we can have victory. We carry that in our body so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. Come on. You are made to succeed. You are made to do impossible things. You are made to dream and you are made to soar. Come on. You are made to do those things. And in fact, you were created for it. You were created to do those things that people say, I can't, that can never be done. 
I mean, we wouldn't be in this room today with lights if, if uh, who's the guy who did the lights? Edison, who I, who I talked about. <laughs> we wouldn't be here if Thomas Edison quit, right? We wouldn't be here. Come on, there's inventions that need to be invented. Why not us, right? Why not us? Why not now? Why not here? Come on. Some of you might even be getting little ideas right now as you're sitting in church. Why not, right? God is a creator. <laughs> He's a creative God. He loves to create and he loves to speak. And why, why wouldn't he use his kids? It's in our DNA. Come on. He just wants to speak. Those boxes were not meant for you. Amen. Those boxes were not meant for you. Hallelujah. In Proverbs uh, chapter 4, verses 11 through 13, it says this. It says, I guide you in the way of wisdom and lead you along straight paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hampered. When you run, you will not stumble. Hold on to instruction. Don't let it go. Guard it well, for it is your life. Amen? A good way that I have found to get out of boxes, to get back up after I fall, is to go to someone I trust. To go to someone. Because you know what? Sometimes when you have fa- you've failed, you feel like you're the only person who understands you. And some of you may have went to someone and they didn't handle it very well. But today's a new day. Amen? God's saying, come on, just step out. And so there's been times where I have gone to someone and just like, you know, a lot of times it's Jim. And I'll, and I'll go to him and just say, listen, I'm dealing with this and this and this. And he will just begin to shift things so I see the lie that I'm believing. It's lies that we believe that keep us in a box. We believe these lies that we're little pea brains. They're lies. You're not. You're amazing. You are amazing. And you, there is things for you that, that, are, that for you to do in your life that are, would blow your mind if you would see them now. God has a great plan for you. He's got a great plan for your life. Come on. Oh, it's so good. And so a lot of ways to be able to get up after you fall is to go to someone that you trust and tell them and help them to show you, man, this is what I'm dealing with. And have them expose the lie that you believe and so that you you can walk forward and keep on keeping on. Amen? There was a, I love that phrase, keep on keeping on. There was a gentleman... Uh, that went to our small group years ago. It was in the 90s. Some of you weren't born yet, but. <laughs> um, and, uh, and he would always say that. He'd, he would say, keep on keeping on. And I just love that. He's, home, he's in heaven now. And he would always say adios whenever you said goodbye. Like, go with God, you know. And I love that. And, and it's just, just that message for us today. Keep on keeping on. Amen. Keep on keeping on. And I, I just wanted to go through a couple of just thoughts that I had um, on how to answer the question, how do I get back up after you fall or fail? And um, a, number one that I thought is just recognize that it's there. You know, 
What is, what is this thing that is holding you back? What is the fear in your life that's holding you back, that's keeping you in the well, that's keeping you in a box? What is that thing? You recognize it, you know? You recognize that it's there. And number two, what I thought that would be good is to choose to face it. Come on. We can think about David. He had an impossible situation when, uh, when he was faced, the Philistines were coming upon the Israelites and there was giants in the land and Goliath was coming after, you know, the Israelites taunting them. And David, this young teenage boy, he, he, everyone else was scared, but he decided, I'm going to go after this thing because he knew who his God was. Come on. And so, uh, so half of it, half after, um, about, uh, choosing to face it is really knowing who your God is. Amen. That your God is for you. He's not against you. Amen. He doesn't sit there and look at all. Sometimes we think that he looks at our laundry list more than he looks at our success list. And, and it just puts us in a box. And God says, no, I, I don't major in the minors. I, I heal them. Come on. <laughs> I heal them. And so, yeah, we're not there yet, but we're on our way, right? And I love this phrase that my husband says, you're doing better than you think you are. You are doing better than you think you are. And, and it takes uh, recognizing, uh, recognizing where you are and choosing to face it to, to go after that, to say, you know what? I'm going after this because if God is for me, who can be against me? And if I fail, I'm just going to get back up, right? I'm just going to get back up. Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down, right? I'm going to get back up and I'm going to go and I'm going to face it. And I'm going to go after that giant because I know how big my God is. Amen. And maybe you've yet to, to realize, you know, maybe you need people around you to help you that will, the Bible talks about iron sharpening iron, like just, just like uh, stirring you up. I don't know about you, but when I'm around people who have faith, it stirs me, (laughs) you know, it stirs me, encourages me. And I'm like, yeah, where is Goliath? I'm going after him now. (laughs) Mike's back there going, Yeah. You were made to win. You were made to see impossibilities bow at the name of Jesus. Come on. You were made to see problems fall and to walk over them, to use them as your platform. That is your portion in life. Come on. You were made to see uh, healing and cancer bow at the name of Jesus. You were made for this. Come on. Who, who signed up for boring Christianity? I didn't. I don't know about you. We were made to live. We were made to soar. We were made to take risks. Come on. There's times I love it when I go out and I'll pray for someone. And I, and I, I mean, it's great when I see God touch them and, and they get healed. It's so good. I love it. I mean, that's amazing. But I get just as excited when I go out and I pray for someone and they don't get healed. Because I know that God's pleased with me because I took a risk. Come on. That he is just pleased, is pleased with me that if they are not healed as if they were healed. Come on. He is pleased. He is like, come on, girl. You got this. That is amazing. You faced your fear. And maybe your knees were knocking, but you went for it. And, 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 and it was amazing. And some of us just believe that just because something happens, you just give up and you don't keep going. Come on. Come on, 
Don't live like that. Don't live like that. You were not meant to live like that. You were meant to soar. You were meant to face impossibilities. You were meant to step fear right on the ground. Come on. It's under your feet. You were meant to, to see God change atmospheres when you go. You were made for impossibilities. Come on. No more boxes. Amen? And you know what the amazing thing is? Even God is so good <laughs> that you could even just pick your head out of the box today and he would be like, Woo! You could even think about getting out of the box and he would be like, yeah, because he's good. He's good. He's better than you, th- you think he is. He's so good. He doesn't look at all the impossibilities and say, oh, that's their lot in life. No, that's from the devil. Come on. Don't think like that. No. And you know what? He's okay with where you're at because he sees the end result. Come on. Isn't that encouraging? It's good because we can take every step and know, oh my goodness, if I fall, that, that's not who I am. I'm going to keep going. That's why I can go in the middle. We can go out for, uh, when we go out for Feed the City, it's an outreach that we do. And we go and just love on people. We see drug addicts and, and I can see them and just love them like crazily. People, some people are like, oh, you know, that person really smelled. How'd you do that? You know, but I, but you know, when, when God begins to change your eyes, you get heaven's perspective. You can look at the person and you can see the outcome and you can love them just the way they are. Come on. Some of you in here, a good box that you're going to get out of is you're going to love your family just the way they are. Come on. Some of you had tried to change them. They're not on your laundry list here. They didn't make it all. They're not on the 18. And you look at them and you see the black sheep, but God's going to give you heaven's eyes today. And you're going to see them and love them just like they are. And God is the one who changes them because we were made for unconditional love. Do you know that that means without conditions? It is not us who change them. And it is not rules that change them. It is God that changes them. Come on. And so learning to love people right where they're at and, and, and talk about what God's doing in their life and not what, what God's not. Because there's so many times that we talk about everything that's not happening, but there's all this list of things that is happening. And we forget about that because we focus on the things he's not doing. Come on, that will keep you in a box. And you are not meant to stay there. So celebrate small victories every day. Come on, you got up. You're sitting in the seat. Come on, that's amazing. That is amazing. And so as we celebrate these small victories, we see God move. And as we celebrate the small victories of the people in our life, we're going to see God move. Amen? We look at it with heaven's perspective. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and the third thing uh, is break agreements that you have made. Some of you in here, like I did when I was a five-year-old girl, I made an agreement with fear and thinking that I was stupid and all of that. And it robbed me for all these years. And some of you may have made some agreements. Maybe you made some vows that, that God wants to break today. Maybe, you know, some of you, maybe you made some blood covenants. You remember doing that? Well, you know, 
cut your, your finger and made a blood covenant with a friend, a pact that wasn't a good pact. And God wants to break that today. Are you excited about that? Come on, I'm excited about that. Come on, because who, kn- who knows what's going to happen? It's so good. You know, when we make, the devil is a legalist. So he will look at, like, if you made an agreement, like I did, like, believing that I was stupid, it was like he, he was a legalist, so he put people in my path to remind me that I'm stupid. He put people around me. He put me in situations to remind me that that's who I was because he's a legalist. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But see, you know, Jesus, when we accept Jesus, he broke that power on the cross. But the, but the thing is, why a lot of people struggle is because they still have those agreements with the devil that they just need to break on their own. God already made the power for it. It's already done. But we just have to personally say, I break that agreement. I no longer walk in that. I no longer choose to walk in fear. Come on. I choose not to walk in fear. And so I believe today... The fourth one is to take a risk and walk in freedom, okay? But I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to land on number three for a minute because I believe in here today that God wants to break some agreements that we have made with the devil, that he wants us to break those things. And so we're just going to right now, we're going to stand up and we're just going to make some declaration this morning. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lynn, is there any possibility you could play on the piano for me? Sorry to put you out like that. Hallelujah. You guys still here? You're still alive? All right. This is good. This is good stuff. And so I'm just going to pray, and then I'll lead you in some prayers where we're going to break some stuff. All right? Come on. So Holy Spirit, we just invite you in a greater way right now. Holy Spirit, we just invite you to come and to speak to each person in this room. We thank you, God, that is your good pleasure to give us the kingdom. And we know that part of your kingdom is freedom. Is freedom from fear of failure? Is freedom from falling? And so Holy Spirit, we ask you to come. Bring to remembrance a situation that happened. Bring to remembrance a pain that they've been carrying that you want to deal with today. Come, Holy Spirit. felt like I saw the Lord just hovering over this place and I saw I saw hands and arms wrapped around people so we say yes to that Lord that you're a good father that you are a father that's there that's present you know the details in each person's life so we welcome healing today we welcome restoration today just begin to tell them that I welcome healing today I welcome restoration today. I welcome life today. I welcome freedom. That I would soar (laughs) like the eagles. 
that I would soar (laughs) on eagle's wings. Just say this right now. Freedom is for me. Fear is not. Right now in Jesus' name, I break all agreements that I had with fear. In Jesus' name. I plead your blood, Jesus, over that contract. And I ask you to break it now. Ha! In Jesus' name. (laughs) Holy Spirit, come. Come on. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. I choose now to live free. I walk out in the faith that you have called me to walk out. I am new, Jesus. The contract is broken. And and the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. Watch out, world. Here we come. Woo! Just give him praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. So right now, I just pray a blessing over each person here. I pray that you would just just move and seal and the deal in their heart, God. Lord, that you would show them, Lord, that you are moving in their life, God, and that you would, you would uh, show up in, in unusual places, God, that you would show up in families, God, that you would show up and that boxes would be broken today, God. And we just thank you. I just speak a blessing over you in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, and I just say, go for it. You got this. Go for it in Jesus' name. Follow your dreams. Follow your passions. You were made to live. There's so much more to live. You're not too old. You're not too young. God is with you. Amen.